So another episode of Chris and Dave's Articast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Fels, and my co-host, and very good friend, is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 9, Episode 36, The Reunion. Now, Chris, despite uh, how it was widely reported, just by me and you, uh, <laughs> this is not quite the last episode, <laughs> as we thought it might be, but... Uh, by Christ, what an episode it was. So uh, where do you want to kick us off? Yeah, and, and you know what, Dave? <laughs> you were right. But I'm so glad that we are doing the last two episodes separately, like the old school yeah. Love Island, because I was on fire. I was literally Kermit the Frog on the typewriter. <laughs> Fucking notes coming out of my ears. It was unbelievable. Then Sam's saying, you've not put notes down for this bit. So fuck me. I mean... And then I, I, let's start with let's start with the sort of niceties. Or, or it started quite nice, and we got that Mitch and Ella are back together. Mitch has got a nice little uh, Jeremy Beadle like beard, Dave. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> Jeremy Beadle beard. I think it quite suits him. You know? I no, he does. He, he has less of the kind of boy band look with that trim little trim little beard. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and, and he did. He did actually. I agree with that. I think he looked quite smart and. They're chatting away, and that's all nicey, nicey. Then we get the little bit of a revelation, which was in the VT, but Dom and Jack are not together. Now, I'm not completely, like, you know, like surprised by that revelation, because I said to you, and we both said it, that up until the point of where she dipped him out at the, the retreat, saying she, the sex, he was hardly any sex there, he didn't have sex for two weeks. They weren't a couple, but that's when the whole Olivia thing happened, and then they united, and I think that's what the common mm. ground was. It, it made them closer, because... It was them against the world or how it felt with some of the people on the, the couch and that. But yeah, just, I mean, what did you think of that day? Because it didn't really knock me for six or anything. I was like, all right, fair enough. Yeah, it's a little bit sad and more sad because we'll get onto some of the nastier elements of this episode as well and the nastier people, but they were reveling in it. They were like, oh, Tom and Jack. Oh, Jack, come on, tell us. Oh, it's, oh, it's so terrible, you know. Honestly, I think it's just one of those where it's a bit of a breakdown in communication. They're not the greatest communicators together. Like when Jack tries to articulate himself, Dom just doesn't get him. Like when she was having a go at him or making fun of of him uh, at the wedding, do you remember? And he was saying like, you know, I'm not really happy with that. She was just like, she was not getting it at all. Um, and it's just the fact they, they kind of bonded over him just being a rock and defending her when she was getting pelters from some of the other girls, but they never really, they spent that much time and energy focusing on, on that whole conflict. They never really worked on their own relationship. And so I was quite sad at the start to see that they'd, they had split up, but by the end, I'm thinking, is this really dead? Or is this yeah. kind of just one of those where they, they've fizzled out a little bit? You know, they've had a bit of a misunderstanding over the word for, you know, being put in the friend zone kind of thing. You know, I think what's probably happened is Dom's put out that friend vibe comment to try and get a rise out of Jack. And Jack's gone, yeah, you're right. And then gone yeah. off and thought, well, that's that's what Dom wants. He just wants to be friends. So 
I don't know. If they, they've got one more ticket to go and see the experts. I hope, you know, they, they can actually, the experts can give them some proper advice just on them. Screw all the other couples and whatever and, and the, the whole conflict there and then just give it a last go. But I, I don't think that one's quite dead yet. No, I don't. I don't. I think you're right. There's something that, that's gone awash there. And Jack was too sort of laid back anyway. One, Don wants someone who's just going to rip her clothes off and she wants that like proper love language stuff. She wants to touch, don't she, to be with him. She's very sexual. Mm. She said that. So you're right. It completely uh, opposite ends. But you're right. I think that the analogy, uh, the analogy, the analysis of that is exactly what you've said. The, the, the whole energy of their relationship was about basically fending everyone off. It was almost like, Remember like Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, Dave, on his own. They're all charging at him and it's like, come on then. You know, so, but you're right. But I'll tell you what, Dave, you know what I've loved in these last, the odd episode, he's been real good fun. But I think this last week, he's been so brilliant. He's Brent. Like we get to Brent and Samara and Samara's just been a usual, horrible, spiteful, bitchy self, proper horrid again. And Brent's there and he's like, yeah, well, you know, some people have got a thing, blah, blah, blah. And um, yeah, she tried to contact one of the husbands before the final commitment ceremony. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yes, here we go. You know, I, I, to be honest, unfortunately, YouTube ruined a lot of some of this stuff that we buy chat, you know, because oh, really? stupid, um, you know, bugs, but I know I do YouTube and I do holiday va- uh, travel vlogs and all that stuff. But you know what really pisses me off and people take the piss out of them now and you, them YouTube fucking headers dave you know the actual for yeah, a video yeah. and someone's shocked like i stayed awake for 24 hours and they're there like oh like the horrible like shot i hate all that shit but it was all these things when you put married at first sight in so i sort of got wind of something a couple of weeks ago but the quick i didn't watch it i just flicked past it very quickly because obviously people love to ruin things for you uh but i was like oh this is perfect this is playing into Tamara has been the almost like Beck in some respects, what happened to a Dave, because Beck was the moral fucking judgment call I want you on Bryce and Melissa the whole mm-hmm. way through. She hated Bryce. He was hitting on me in the gym and blah, blah, blah. I think she had a little bit of a thing for him or whatever. He was a horrible bastard. We said that in the last episode. I'm not defending him. But but Tamara, for me, this last week, I just think she's been worse than Olivia. We said it in the last episode. Olivia is Olivia. She's horrid. She's never going to change. She's a see you next Tuesday. But Tamara has just become so toxic and bitter towards Bren and the whole group that are not in a little inner circle of the Wicked Witches of the West. It's been fucking, it's been horrid, Dave. And a, and a, a family must watch this embarrassed because if they, if they allow that behaviour without actually having a bit of a word of it, saying you need to rein it in, then she's going to carry on doing this for the rest of her life. And it's, it's pretty disgusting, to be honest. I think just like Olivia, though, she'll just wave it off as being a bad yeah. edit. She's got yeah. a villain edit. It's like, oh, they've just made me look bad. <laughs> no, you said it, they've showed it. I, I I don't buy into this whole, you know, they they can't just make shit up, you know, and just completely put things out of context. She has been absolutely horrible. She's never been told, you know, uh, or put in her place. Or if she does, like Brent did, then she just waves it off like, I oh, don't care for their opinion. Don't know where they're coming yeah. from. You know, in, instead of like thinking, oh, I wonder, you know, what made him? you know, get so angry with me. <laughs> you know, there's no analysis like that. It's just like, ah, he's an idiot. Don't want to speak to him. A lot of tonight, Chris, was just like, 
it was like watching a like a high school prom or something. How you imagine people behaving at school? You know, we talk about Love Island, and sometimes that you know maybe they'd benefit from having some older people in there because you know if you got people who are like you know late teens to early twenties, what experience have they actually got? Well, this lot show us that actually a bit more experience doesn't really count for much because <laughs> they're all acting like. Or not all of them, but some of them are, are just behaving like they've just come out of school. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think Tamara in this last week in particular has been worse than Olivia. I think Olivia has been consistent since the couple's retreat. She's horrible, <laughs> absolutely horrible person. But Tamara has just got worse and worse. And I mean, sticking on her. It was brilliant when she did get put in her place, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> because the face on her when she realizes that she tripped herself up. Because of course she goes into the denial. She hasn't. So it, we haven't mentioned it. The name, have we? So spoilers. No. But I, I don't know what you'd be listening to a recap show for <laughs> yeah. without spoilers. But anyway. Um, She'd been texting Mitch and then it's like, oh yeah, I'm just texting. We were just, you know, just texting his mates and whatever. But then she says a bit later, it's like, well, I thought you and Ella had split up. And then uh, I think it was selling actually, who's not my favorite. But well done. <laughs> she actually called her out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I yes. And the fucking face on her. Oh, it was such a brilliant payoff, Chris. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, and you know what, Dave? I've got to say, I'm with you. Selling, since she's come back in, she doesn't like Olivia, Tamara, or Samantha. And you know what, Dave? Yeah. I totally th- hated the way she treated Anthony. It, it, she, the first episode, she was lovely. They looked like a great couple. No, Anthony didn't even say anything in this episode, but I didn't like her. I called her out straight away, said, I'm not feeling at all. Really, is you know, there's something not right. It was completely unacceptable the way she treated him. But I'll tell you what, Dave, she was one of my favourite people in this one because the two episodes yeah. she's been back, she has gone at Tamara and Olivia a little bit. Well, Tamara, she does not like. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? Lesser two evils. I'd rather have a drink with selling, I think. If yeah. like, you know, you, just to chew the fat and talk about things. She's the more type of person that, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but tomorrow's on a different level. But when she got called out, Dave, I was just like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys, let's have a go around the room. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the, the, the most negative things you've had in the show and, and turn it into a positive. And I'm thinking, oh, he's not going to go around the table. And then, so I just went... Tamara, Tamara. You, <laughs> you messaging Mitch? And I was just like, get in. It was brilliant. Yeah, and again, she's trying to belittle him because he's saying, you shot your shot. And it's like, I shot my shot, no way. But that was before she tripped herself up saying that she thought Mitch had split up with uh, uh, Ella. Absolutely brilliant. And and I'm with you. I, I definitely... You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of selling or, you know, not a particularly massive fan of Holly, but I, I thought she was treated horribly. But with them coming in, it kind of offsets that imbalance because Sam, um, Tamara and Olivia together are just fucking horrible and so ridiculous as well. So before yes. the actual dinner party, the way they just took themselves off in the corner and then it seemed like every other person who comes in it's like 
oh, should we say something? Oh, no, let's let's just walk over here. You know, when Brent comes in and yeah. then someone else comes in, oh, Dom's in. Oh, well, you know, what, what should we do? You know, don't want to say anything. <laughs> it's like, for fuck's sake, you're probably not going to see each other again unless on these talk shows, chat shows and what have you. But um, just fucking behave like actual adults. You know what? Sam constantly called out Al for lack of maturity. She needs to take a long fucking look in the mirror at herself. Oh, you know what? What a great point, Dave. You're so right. That was the whole crux of the relationship, wasn't it? That Al was just this fucking spoiled child who gets looked after by his mom. Are you right? I was fuming with M3. I mean, fucking Samara's like, oh, I fucking hate the smell of him. Look at him. Or oh, yeah. what are we going to do? It's like... Oh, he's, he's worn that not- jacket before. <laughs> and they're too fucking small. Why is he still wearing jackets that are too long for him? Sorry, the sleeves. And I'm like, you're fucking horrible. And the thing is, Dave, you, you, you touch on a point about like high school stuff. Tamara's 29. He's yeah. like, what the fuck have you been doing? You're a, you're a, you know what? Her company, like, I'm not saying they should sack her, but her company should be looking going, is she really the person we need as an operations manager? Because it's like, she's a representation of that company. And, and, as a person, and Olivia's the same, as a fucking pair of them. Sam is just an absolute shit house. Because as soon as Dom comes, she's like, because she's obviously been playing both sides of the fucking table here. Because she, she's obviously friends with Olivia and Tamara. They don't like um, Dom at all. So they stay on that side. We're not interested. We're not speaking to her. Sam's obviously playing a bit of a shit house. She's like, I'm going to have to go and say hello. And they're like, well, I want to go and say hello. I'm not, I'm not doing it. You know, and she gets mm. up and kisses Dom. You all right? And all this. And I'm like, you snaky fucker. But you're right, Dave. Wicked witches of the West, all three of them, absolute. And I'm, I'm going to replace the C word with a H, Dave, but all three of them are, are what you would call hunts. And I say hunts with a H. There you go. James, Put the James C Blunt. back in. Yeah, James Blunt's all of them. Absolutely horrid, horrid people. Did you notice, though, that um, so, so a bit later on, I think actually before Tamara got called out with the whole messaging Mitch thing, um, she was telling Al... You know, it's rude to stand over people. I mean, he was just literally stood oh. next to the two lads. And then, and then he burps. And, and she, oh, well, I'm just I'm just telling you, you know, to that that's rude. So if you want to be rude, you know, again, just fucking pipe yourself down. But then he goes, and I know you'll appreciate a good nose joke, Chris, but it's the way he just <laughs> casually says she should keep her nose out of it. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we'd get a nose gag. <laughs> yeah, you fought on me, you bastard. But anyway, <laughs> no, I got that one straight away. I was like, you fucking star man. But I tell you, I tell you who was fuming with me when it all comes around this Tamara situation. Fucking Jackson. You know what? If oh, he wakes up, end. you know what, Dave? If he wakes up and his fucking knob's been fucking chopped off, it's his own fucking fault because he's enabling Olivia. He's in the car. I couldn't give two shits about Dom. No, I'll tell you why. Because yeah. Now, I'm going to say this from my perspective now. I've, I've, I've mentioned it before, but there is two people in my family who are like this. One of them is so fucking ridiculous and, and bitter and nasty towards people that the partner does the same thing. And I'm like, mm. you're just going along with them. Because you live with him, you're taking that story as gospel. And from a moral point of view, I've had so many like disagreements saying, do you actually think that is morally right? You know, just 
the viciousness of Olivia, they've got that in them. If someone comes against it, it's like a fucking them v the world type situation. Like mm-hmm. Olivia seems to think everyone's against her, even though she's the cause of it all. And Jackson's there enabling her at the table. He had a go at Dom. And I'm like, you fucking mm. bellend. You you absolute wanker. You, you were saying you could, you could see Dom's side of the picture a few episodes ago. And because you've been spending more time with this toxic person, Olivia, you're now having you're now basically doing her bidding. So I'll tell you what, Dave, yeah. I hope I hope they have a fucking horrid and vicious fucking uh, not vicious, sorry, a horrid time together because they both deserve no happiness that a pair of again James Blunt's my friend absolute <laughs> pair of wankers and he was more of a prick than her tonight because as soon as he had a go at Dom I'm like you're horrible you are fucking horrible he's a little prick Dave I hope she cancels his gym fucking membership now the fucking bell end but anyway well they've just moved in haven't they and that is the yeah. first step sunshine in yeah. being emasculated yeah. <laughs> because all that life that you once knew will be stripped away bit by yes. bit. You won't even notice it, but it will happen over time. And uh, you'll just be left, the pair of you, bitching about everyone else, bitching about the fact that you just want to be left alone, but you can't keep your fucking beaks out of everyone else's business. So, yeah, fucking both, Chris. <laughs> <Not Dave. laughs> I'm not fucking on the fence today. It's no, just, I, I agree. Jackson really fucking pissed me off with some of those comments. Like you say in the car, I said, "Don't give a shit about Dom." It's like, whoa, where is the fucking bit of empathy that we saw before? And uh, when he's having a go at Dom across the table, so again, he's buying into the bullshit. And I've said before, yeah. Chris. This whole OnlyFans thing still perplexes me. And I thought it was going to come out tonight because Olivia is is doing this line about her friends Googled her and then sent her the picture. He's just swallowing that hole. And Dom actually said, because if she's on OnlyFans, you know, it'll be behind the paywall. So they'll have to have subscribed to get the picture to send it. Jackson's yes. not even questioning it. And Dom actually said, no, it's not. You can't get to it through Google or something to that effect, but then sort of dropped it. And I was like, fucking carry on. <laughs> Just expose the lie. So, but, but didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But Dave, it, it's, and you're right. Look, me and Sam were there. And I said to you at the time when it all come out, we were looking on Google for like, just to see, Market research for the podcast. It was obviously my wife was there giving me the consent day. She's like, find the pictures. We, <laughs> we couldn't find them. You couldn't. We found a load of articles of just provocative pictures of, of, in the articles of like, it looks as if she was laying on a front and you could see a backside or something. You know what I mean? That was it. There's nothing else. And not because you, you, you've been a pervert or anything. It was just more like, I was trying to prove a point. Now, obviously, Dom could get them taken off. Only fans can get them removed because it's part of their policy. They were supposed to be looking into the Olivia situation, which I said on a few episodes ago. The police are looking into it. So, I, again, he kept saying it's Google. And then when Jackson was saying the same things, I'm like, fuck me. And there's pictures of Olivia on there. Someone counted that in an article saying there's pictures of her provocatively. You know, obviously not an OnlyFans thing, but what does it matter? It's like, it, it's so wrong, Dave. You could find a picture of someone... You know, and if they're on there, you someone could have been um what is it called pawn shamed or whatever. Someone could have put pictures up of a, an ex-partner not knowing, and then it comes back to bite, and that's not fucking right. I know that's not what not what happened. Dom owns it, but 
Like you said, when Olivia's fucking 95 and it's on a headstone, she's going to put, and I never apologise to Dom. She will go on yeah. about this. She will go on about Dom for the rest of her life, Dave. The rest oh, of her yeah. life. Oh, she'll be hunting her down. She'll be fucking stalking her on Facebook. She'll be wallowing. She'll yeah. be celebrating when she splits up from people. Any misery. She is now on Olivia's fucking voodoo list. She's probably got a doll there sticking pins in it because she's an absolute <laughs> fucking psycho, Olivia. She really is. Yeah, she is. And, and you know, she's not just, it's not just about holding a grudge. She just really wants to twist the knife, doesn't she? And um, again, the whole thing about you fashion, uh, uh, what was it about the mental uh, anguish about her fashioning a weapon? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, come on. She smashed the fucking glass in anger. She apologized unreservedly for it. But then she's like, oh, well, I, I she never apologized to me. She apologized to the whole fucking group. And you said you would never accept that apology anyway, but she'd appreciate a good one. Just fucking, I'm sure she forgets the shit that she said and just, you know, she'll get a bit of a shock when she's fucking watching it all back. But I'm sure in a warped mind, she'll fucking rewrite it all so that, you know, she's the victim again. It's just, again, absolutely horrid person. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, Dave... I didn't think we'd get anyone else who could be just as bad as Olivia or Tamara, but no, we get Daniel and Carolina, who are probably, (laughs) other than, say, Jackson and Olivia, whatever we think of them, the most stable couple, as in they live together, she's telling them she loves him. I couldn't work out what was going on here. They just came to fight them two, absolutely came in. And I'm sorry, but when you're sat as a couple saying, like, you know, Carolina, after a few dust-ups with Dion... Dion, for me, was fucking ace, by the way. Everyone had a little speech, and then Dion went to have his speech, and she's like, oh, here we go, Dion. Yeah, oh, go on then. Give us a speech. And I'm like, but but she's saying all this. Yeah, and then he couldn't even do his speech because every time he went to say something, she went, oh, go on then. We're waiting. Okay, I'll be quiet. And then carried on, and Dion's like, and he'd gone over, and he'd, he, he said, I'm over it. Dion's back with his ex-girlfriend now anyway, which he probably was at this point in the show as well. He, so he's gone over. He said, to, all right, Daniel, he, he, he hugs her. And she went, ah, oh, it's all for show. Yeah, it's just yeah. popularity. Just, I was like, fuck just off. So, just so he can look like the good guy again. No, how about he's got some fucking humility? <laughs> he's just saying, let's move past it. But she just wouldn't have it at all. And so... Yeah, again, I, I think they showed themselves to be a right couple of bellends there, just trying to get a bit of airtime. Brent was onto it, though. I think I think it was Brent who was saying, yeah. look, just everyone ignore them because they're just getting more airtime. Yeah, and he's right. He's totally right because it did make me laugh when Dion, I was pissing myself when he started having a go at her. And she's like, and she went, what's your problem? And he went, what? <laughs> what's my problem? And they're there, and that Daniel Dave, he's, he's a wanker. I mean, Dick, he's, he? yeah, he's like, what's happening with Jackson? So it, it, it doesn't seem like he's got a fucking personality or any sort of uh, brain about him. And he's going along with Carolina. So he's involved in this toxicity again towards Dion and the group, the people who called him out. Ultimately, in the eyes of the show, whether they're in love and they live happily ever after, which for me should be the positive. I think them two should have come in to get a bit of a saving grace. Dion looked like he was ready to let bygones be bygones and just come in and go, look, guys, it was wrong what we did. 
this is because they've not owned up yet to the proper affair thing. In the context of the show, mm-hmm. they've had an affair, haven't they? In real life, yeah, it yeah. would be an affair. But they're living together. She's told she loves him. She's kissing him on purpose, winding him up. They would have got so many brownie points if they'd just come in and said, look, guys, it was wrong what we did, but we we love each other. We live together now. And and we're sorry we got there. We're sorry, Dion. I know he wasn't with that other girl because she binned him off, uh, Daniel. But but I think they would have got some points back there and everyone would have gone, you know what? Fair enough. Good on you. But no, mm. they come in and just want to carry on the argument, which they've got no right to even fucking try and make any sort of moral fucking stance on anything. And Dion just wiped the floor with him. When he's, I mean, he's going on about <laughs> fucking Daniel's teeth. Do you get them done $2 <laughs> yeah. in barley and all this? It was just like, he laid into him totally. Because Brent was saying to Mitch, like, he wants to fight you. He wants a celebrity. Because Bryce had had a go at that Sam, didn't he, in the last... Oh, Bryce, uh, yeah, Sorry, yeah. Sam had a go at Bryce when they were sat ringside and stuff and, and he'd done a celebrity boxing match. So that's what they're saying they want to do. But... When he had to go at Mitch, and Mitch is like, I shouldn't have said anything, but Mitch just sat there like, what the fuck do you want me to do? And Daniel's just yeah. got, he's got no personality or delivery, Dave, has he? There's nothing no. menace. He's, he's an imposing lad. I mean, Anthony looks about a foot taller than him, but yeah. it, it, just, it didn't work. Mitch just looked, I was waiting for Mitch to go, I'll tell you what then, let's go outside then. I just, it, it felt like Mitch was not scared of him at all. No. And again, the stones on the pair of them like uh, Daniel and Carolina to go in there and expect an apology. I don't care. I don't care if they're together or not, to be honest. I'm sure the group do not care either, but it's as if they've gone in there to say, look, still together. Don't you owe us an apology? You know, all the cloak and dagger shit. It was worth it. You know, the ends justify the means kind of thing. (laughs) It's like the fucking goal to just, you know, expect that apology. I, I just think, uh, like you say, Daniel's got no fucking personality at all. Uh, it looks ridiculous with that fucking Tash. I think Jackson looks ridiculous with the Tash as well, to be honest. Um, and I appreciated the way Mitch was just like, look, you know, maybe again, I, I maybe wouldn't have said that, but nah, <laughs> I'm not having it. And it was it was funny because I don't think Dion, if he'd have gone through his whole positive and positives and negatives thing, if Carolina hadn't continually goaded him and kept cutting him off, he probably wouldn't have made such a big thing of it. But it it was quite funny the way he delivered it in the end. He was like, the positives are negatives. (laughs) 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 No, it was good. It was good. It was. It was brilliant TV. And and like I say, you know, when we get the VT for fucking... I'm chomping at the next episode because this is the last one, yeah. the next one. And it looks outstanding. And there's even a little thing now that one couple splits up on the on the sort of uh, on the table, uh, the finger together on the chair together. So that's going to be interesting. Mm. I don't think it's who we think it is, but either way, they're going to show the Daniel and Carolina thing. They're going to get even more. Dion's going to be at him. I just thought, I mean, Olivia and Dom stuff looks like it, they're trying to get it to sort of some sort of conclusion. They're never going to be friends, but just to end it with a full stop and let it go. And it's just not, is it? Olivia's not no. going to let that go, Dave. No, no, not at all. And especially the, the thing is now, she's like validated by Tamara, by Sam, by Jackson. So, so as far as she's concerned, she's not doing anything wrong. If she was just on her own, you know, and was the only one who had a, a vendetta against Dom. That'd be a different thing, I think. But um, 
yeah, there's no happy ending for that. I think predictions wise, I don't know. Ella and Mitch, I, I just don't think. I know they've got back together. I was quite happy. I didn't know know about that. But um, yeah, if I was to have a bet, I, I'd have thought it's probably them who's going to end up splitting up. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And again, don't go on YouTube, guys, because there's plenty of thumbnails. That's what I meant before, Dave, thumbnails to the videos. But there you go. Not them two, just, you know, about the show and the interviews. There's loads of interviews with the cast and everything afterwards and what they've done. That's because this was completed. The show finished in November, and I think they filmed the reunion stuff around January or going into Feb. So it's still still weeks ago anyway. So there's a lot of interviews with the cast and everything. So... No, I'm with you, Dave. This has been, without doubt, guys, the, the best reality show I've watched in a long time. I mean, last series, the last Australian one was brilliant. The UK one was good. Uh, Love Island has not been the same, I don't think, for a couple of years, sadly, unfortunately. But this is, for me, been the best one I've watched in a long time. Yeah, 100%. It's the best one, Chris, since season eight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we know how that one finished as well. So, you know, it has been really good to just break down this one episode. Um, like I say, just needs must with uh, batching up the four episodes on, on a weekly basis before. But uh, this one was amazing. I, I was honestly buzzing. I was exhausted after I watched it as well. Because, you know, yeah, the nice. emotional roller coaster that you go through. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be plenty of ups and downs as well to go tomorrow as well. Yeah, me too, me too. So Dave, as always, if you want to contact us guys at CD Reality Cast on social media, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honour is Ken Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Katie, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith and Michelle. So Thank you so much for supporting us, guys, past and present. We do really appreciate it. So, Mr. Horrocks, I'm going to go and have a cold shower and uh, get myself ready for tomorrow. (laughs) Nice. All right, mate. Well, it was good to break this one down with you. Thanks a lot for chatting, and thanks to everyone out there for listening. I'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.